Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. We are in the fourth and last part of our series on how to land a client in four weeks. And in this episode, you get to hear from two different podcast managers who landed their first clients in four weeks. I'm really excited to dive into these two short interviews with you. And the first one is with Laura McRae. Laura started as a VA, and she's going to share why she chose podcast management, how she landed her first client in four weeks, and then how that then led her to build her business from there. All right, let's go chat with Laura. Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Laura, it is so great to have you here to hear a little bit about your story. Now, I would love first to know, tell us a little bit about yourself personally and how you got yourself into podcast management. Yes. So last year, I set up a virtual assistant business. It was around March last year. And I was just doing general VA stuff. I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in, but I knew I needed to niche down. But I, yeah, I just didn't know where to start. And one of my clients at the time, she had a podcast and I I was trying to find ways to promote it. And I was just taking snippets out and posting it on social media, but I really didn't like what I was doing. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. And she was going to do an episode and she was looking for someone to edit it. And I thought, oh, I'd love to do it. But obviously she asked me first to do it. And I thought, no, I, I'm not confident I'll do a good job. So I did a your podcast management course and I realized that this was the area I wanted to go down and that this was the niche for me. So um so I still had a few clients that were general VA clients. And it was funny because when I decided I wanted to niche down to podcast management, I was thinking I was talking to my friend and saying, I've got I had one client left that I was doing social media for. And I was thinking, oh I don't really want to do this anymore. But um, and I I, could, I didn't want to let her go because I really liked her, um, and I, yeah, I liked our relationship. And the weird thing was, while I was out with my friend, I got a text message from her saying, "Do you mind if we have a chat later on?" And so, I, and I was thinking, "Oh no, what have I done wrong?" And when I got <laughs> home and I called her, she was like, "Oh, sorry, Laura, I'm going to have to let you go because they had to spend some money on some advertising." And I was thinking, "This is it. That was my sign." I was free. I had no clients left. I was thinking I can really concentrate on the podcast management. So I just started all I started promoting on podcast on my social media was podcast management and nothing else. I just and I changed all the wording on my website. And that's that's when I decided, yeah, I'm going all in now. I love that because that's so relatable. Sometimes we have to have you know, our uh, our circumstances have to tell us to go all in. You know, maybe we would have lingered and, you know, d- done it a different way. But it's like, okay, yep, this is clearly the direction that I'm going to go in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and I've loved it ever since. Yeah. I feel like, and, and the podcasts that I edit as well are ones I would actually listen to. So it's really, int- I'm, I'm learning as I'm going. So it's really good. Yes. 
So tell us how you landed your first podcast management client in four weeks. So back at Christmas um, 2022, I joined a women in business group in Perth, Australia, which is where I live. And before the event, they gave out a list of all the names of the people that were going to be there and the comp- and the name of their com- companies and their Instagram, all their social media handles. So I did a bit of stalking before I went and started following them all. And I didn't get to meet everyone there. But then afterwards, I thought, oh, I'll connect with these ladies. And so I just started chatting to them mainly on, on Instagram stories, just whenever they put things up, I'd do a little comment here and a comment there. And my, I had a business coach at the time and she was always saying to me, Laura, store, Instagram stories is where you're going to make your connections. And I, I hated it. I really didn't like talking to camera, not my cup of tea. But she kept pushing me and I'm so glad she did because that is how I've made my connections was just through chatting on stories. And then funnily enough, um, one of the people in the group um, posted on the, the group Facebook group of the Women in Business group. Mm-hmm was asking was just put a shout out saying I'm starting a podcast can anyone recommend what I should do because I don't know where to start and someone made a comment you need to get a podcast manager and I saw that and so I just commented I'm a podcast manager I can help you if you want to get in touch and then I was already following her on Instagram anyway so I think that helped because we already had a connection anyway and so that's where it started and so because I just started the business, um, I was doing a 30% discount on launch clients and then a 30% discount on the first three months of any podcast management. So she took up that offer. Yeah, and now she's an ongoing client and paying full price. So yeah, that's how I got my first client. Love it. I think that's such a good point to say that it was helpful that you'd already connected with her on Instagram. And then when she was ready to hire, ready to start her show, she already had a little bit of a connection with you. It wasn't like you'd known each other for years or anything, but you had some sort of connection, which kind of warmed things up, I bet, to, you know, to start working together. Yeah, that's it. So now where has your business gone since that initial client? So since that client, I also, there was another lady in this uh, group who I'd connected with and she wanted to launch a podcast too. And she's a um, business and mindset coach and she was launching a program as well as a podcast. And she said to me, how about you do my program and then you launch my podcast and we'll just call it evens um, and not pay each other. We'll just see how it goes. And so we did that. And yeah, I loved her course. She got a podcast launched and again, now she's an ongoing client. So I think, although I didn't make much money at the first two launches, it gave me the confidence going forward. When I got on discovery calls, I knew what I was talking about and I got everything in order. I knew what to do and when I had all my documents ready, all my welcome documents, and I knew exactly what to do. And so since then, I'm currently launching three podcasts at the moment that should go live in a couple of weeks so that'll be five podcasts I've launched and then over here in Australia we've got the school holidays the first two weeks of July so I've planned to have nothing on then but as soon as I come back on the 17th of July I've got three more podcasts to launch wow amazing and yeah and so then in my contract I've got that they need to stay on for three months of um podcast management after that so 
Mm. I'm now fully booked to the end of the year. Yeah, that is amazing, Laura. I am so excited for you. Thank you. That's just, yeah, that's amazing to think that like your the rest of the, your year is planned as far as your income and your clients. So you can just really kind of settle into getting the work done and showing up in that relationship uh, versus, you know, maybe looking for, okay, who's the client in September? Who's the client in October or, or whatever? That's it. Yeah. And then we've got the school holidays here, the summer holidays in December and January here. So I plan to have that with the kids and then ramp it up again in February. Yeah. Ah, that is so awesome. I love it. Do you have any words of wisdom for someone who their mindset is, you know, I would love to land a client in the next four weeks. Any wisdom for them in getting their business off the ground? Mine is get on Instagram stories and just connect with people and yeah, find your women in business groups or wherever your people are mm-hmm. and just keep an eye out on there and yeah, just make that connection because how I've found clients is I think similar to you. Um, I follow business, co- oh, not just business coaches. I follow different coaches and they're up and coming coaches. So I figure coaches generally like to bring out a podcast. So I follow them and say how much I like them and all this, and which is true because I do like them. It's not fake. And then eventually these people tend to want to get a podcast to promote their course or their book. And, and so I've already got that connection. So my advice would be just be patient, get the relationships going. And then when they've decided they want that podcast, you'll be the first person they think of. Mm, yes. You're tapping into just this natural progression of they're new, they're starting out as a as a business coach or some sort of coach. And then they just, the normal path that they go on is launching a podcast. That is, that's really good. I also would love to know, in general, what are you doing on stories? Are you sharing what you're doing during the day? Are you talk? Are you giving tips about your business? What do you do often on Instagram stories? I give tips like I done one today, like you can't see it, but I've set up this fault in my bedroom <laughs> for this podcast interview. So that was one of the things like I did today, just show people what I'm doing. Um, you know, it's generally all business related, but um, yeah, tips and what I'm up to. And if a client is like a recently had a client who had trouble with a mic. So I thought, oh, there's a content idea. So I just did um, a little video on how to make sure you've got the settings on your mic and things like that. And then I do a few personal things, but not too, just a little bits and bobs about what I've done at the weekend. But I don't do too much of that. It's mainly work focused. Mm, okay, that's helpful for for those that you know. Maybe after this, they'll they'll focus on Instagram stories to to make those connections with with the right people. Laura, thank you so much. This is so helpful. I know people love to hear just real life stories of okay, what worked for this person and this person, and uh, so this has been so great. And I thank you for being here. Thank you very much. Okay, before we meet our second guest. I wanted to highlight how smart I thought it was that Laura really focused on building connections with individuals. She wasn't so focused on how many people she was talking to, but that she was building connections with this specific group that was full of her ideal clients. So smart and obviously worked out. All right. Our second guest is Andrea Singletary. She landed her first client in less than four weeks And she has now pivoted into a podcast coach and strategist. 
and is the host of the Mama Turned Mamapreneur podcast. So she has her own story that I'm really excited for her to dive into. Let's go chat with Andrea. Andrea, it is so great to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are going to hear your story of your podcast management business and how you landed your first client in four weeks. But before we jump into that, I would love to know a little bit about yourself and how you got into podcast management. Yeah. So my name is Andrea Singletary. I am a wife. Me and my husband just celebrated five years of marriage. And we have two little ones, a one-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. My podcasting journey started back in April of last year. Um, So just a little bit about my story. Um, My background is child development. I worked in the early childhood field for well over 10 years, Um, did everything from preschool teaching to becoming a director. And so I became a first time mom at the height of the pandemic, had my son April 2020. And so while on maternity leave, my job ended up shutting down due to the pandemic So I was kind of forced into this stay at home mom type of situation, um, which I was debating on whether or not doing either way, um, just because I wanted to be there for my son's first moments and all of that good stuff. And so um, originally I was going to school to become a speech therapist, went through the first year of the program, just didn't like how much time it took away from me being present for my son and everything. So disenrolled and decided to see like what I could do by working from home. So started out like most as a virtual assistant doing all of the things, quickly got burnt out. And so I was like, okay, I really need to find something to niche and find something that I'm going to enjoy and everything. And so at the time, I really started like listening to podcasts geared towards moms just because being in the middle of the pandemic, a lot of that support you would get I didn't have that. Everyone was social distancing. And so I felt really alone. And so I looked to podcasts and found some really great podcasts geared towards mom and just getting that support and that encouragement and everything. And so I started to wonder like, well, who helps them get their podcasts out into the world? Like, how does that even happen? You know, do it, they do it themselves and everything. And so just researching online, I came across your program, Lauren. I think at the time that was like the only one that was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely resonated with you in that you were a mom and you were creating this successful business from home. And so decided to just jump on in. And fun fact, at the time I was I think I was like 30 weeks pregnant with my daughter um, when I started the program. Wow. And I think I even posted in the group. I was like, my goal is to get this done before I go into labor with my daughter. And I did. Um, and it was just so much fun just learning everything about podcasting. And it was nice understanding a lot because that first year of doing the speech program, I really learned a lot about like connected speech and plosives and different things like that. Mm. And so that really helped me navigate like the editing part of podcasting. And so, so interesting. That's yeah. Cool. So that was kind of like my journey into like podcast management and everything. I kind of want to say stumbled into it, but there are certain things that kind of like just pointed me in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I see that as well. And I, there's something about, you know, being in that 
mindset of, you know, you're, you're pregnant, you're about to birth a human into this world. And so you're in that like birthing mode, you're birthing a business, you're birthing, like, just it seems from the outside that like, it would be the worst time, maybe to start a business because you're busy. And, you know, what your life's about to change. But really, it feels like such an organic time at the same time. It worked out perfectly because, you know, at that point in your pregnancy, you're not really sleeping. You're uncomfortable. (laughs) And so it's like you might as well be doing something productive while you're up. And so a lot of times I would be up at like 1 a.m. going through the course and everything. That's funny. That's funny. Yet you're like having a heartburn in the middle of the night. Why not watch another video? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) So then tell us how you landed that first client in four weeks. Yeah. So as I said, I had started out as a virtual assistant. And so when I decided to move into podcast management, I started letting, you know, those clients know that, hey, you know, I'm pivoting. And so I'm no longer going to be providing virtual assistant services. And so one of those virtual assistants clients actually had a podcast and she was like, you know what? I really love working with you. I want you to be my podcast manager. Mm. And so I basically, I had my daughter, did my maternity leave, and then I onboarded as her podcast manager. And mm. so it was a really nice transition in that we already had built that relationship. We loved working with each other and everything. And I was somewhat familiar with like her business and her podcast already. So it was just a nice transition into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love when that happens. And I honestly feel like that happens more times than not. That, you know, especially when you're going from, from being a virtual assistant to a podcast manager, either one of your clients has a podcast and you 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 just you know make the little slide into that role, or you tell them you're moving into podcast management, and they say, "Wait, I wanted to to launch a podcast. Let's do this." Or third case, best case scenario is they know someone that you know their business friend is about to launch one. So when you're niching down, I would recommend saying to those clients of yours, let them know what you're doing so that they can, you know, recommend you or take advantage of working with you then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that I love that. How has your business grown since then? Yeah, so I've I've learned a lot in this past year and everything and just with my current season of life, having little ones, I realized that I couldn't do so much monthly management. So I now focus mostly on doing podcast launches. And then um, recently, I launched a group coaching program geared towards mompreneurs, in which we take their podcast, and I really teach them how to use it to generate leads for their business. Um, so shifting my business that way has just made a world of a difference and really freed up my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm doing that. And then I have one monthly management client that we are actually coming up on one year of working together. Um, highly doubt we will ever in that relationship because um, we've really bonded and everything. Um, and then I launched my own podcast as well. Um, it's called Mama Turn Mompreneur. So Yeah, that's kind of like how I've shifted my business. I've focused more on like podcast coaching and strategy. Um, Absolutely love it. And again, it fits my current season of life. Um, So yeah. Yes, I love that. And yeah, you've taken... It's like you came into the podcast management world and was like, okay, I see the options. Now, what is going to work for me? And what I'm thinking of is, you know, people that 
talk to me about not having the confidence with, with, you know, with different pieces of this. So I'd love to hear like, when you landed those first podcast management clients, monthly management clients is what I'm trying to say, how quickly were you able to learn and feel confident enough to step more into that strategy role and the podcast coaching role? So one thing that's really helped me is with my mindset. I always remember that as long as I'm one or two steps ahead of someone, I have something to teach them. And so I think when you look at it that way, you are already ahead of your client. They're looking to you for that expertise. But also, too, if there's anything that you don't know, you can find out. You know, your Facebook group is such an amazing resource. I love how everyone is just so supportive. Like we can post a question and you'll get so much feedback and everything. Um, And then also to like the weekly coaching calls and all of that. So you have that support. You have the resources available Um, So I think that really helps with that confidence piece. It's just remembering you already know more than your client. So that already puts you ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think about for someone who is a step ahead of their client, if they are doubting themselves, then the client is, you know, all the people that could use your help aren't served by your by what you know. Instead, you're in your head thinking like, oh, but what if I get it wrong? Or what if I misspeak? Or what if they ask me something I don't know or or whatnot? And instead, everyone is just kind of stuck versus when you can just kind of get past that and say, I have something to offer and I might not know all the questions, but I can figure stuff out. Then you can help those clients and they can get further ahead. Yeah, definitely. Like for me, my area of expertise is not sponsorships. And I had a client like, okay, I want to start working on sponsorships. And so I listened to that most recent episode you did and learned so much and already like developed a strategy for that client. So just again, like reaching out to your network, looking at the resources you have available, like you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yes. Okay. Before we go, I would love to know how you balance your personal life and your business life on Instagram. Like, how do you choose what to post? Because I, you're one of the people that I like, I know that I follow you on Instagram. I know, and I know about you because of what you post on Instagram. And, you know, some people just don't, don't stick for whatever reason. (laughs) So what is it, do you think about what you're posting that sticks for me and I'm sure other people? Um, so for me, I like to repurpose my content. So my main marketing strategy is my podcast. And so I will pull from like different podcast episodes and create content for that. Um, for me, Instagram is more of just like showing that I have an online presence. It's not like my main focus and everything. Um, I'm actually getting ready to switch to like the nine grid feed just because, I want to get away from the social scroll. It's so easy to get caught up on there and just scroll for hours and everything. Um, So I with that, I would just say just looking at like if Instagram is working for you for gaining clients, then focus on that. But I think like where we get in trouble is when we try to like focus on like several different platforms and we're pulled in different directions. Mm -hmm. And then work smarter, not harder. If you are creating long form content, just repurpose it for social media and other platforms. Yeah. And that's obviously working for you. Now, for anyone listening, if you're not sure what the nine 
post grid is, you'll have to check it out because I love it. I One person that does it, and I always love hers, is Jordan Gill of Systems Saved Me is her handle. And hers are so beautiful. And like, they, oh gosh. So go look at hers. Go look at Andrea's. Because if, yeah, if you're going to, you know, give this a week, maybe, maybe yes. yours will be up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I've toyed with that idea as well. So Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'll make sure that your Instagram handle and your business information is in the show notes in case people want to connect with you. Uh, but thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to hear what you took away from both of those interviews with Laura and Andrea. Before we move on to next week's content, though, I want to make sure that you take a minute to really think through the information that we have covered in the series. Put together a game plan for yourself so you're not just taking in the information. I know I'm guilty of this. Taking in the information and not putting it into practice. Because one of the main reasons why Laura and Andrea and other podcast managers have landed their clients in less than four weeks is that they took action. Of course they did, right? Clients aren't going to land in our lap. We have to take action. So that is your next step is putting into action what we have covered in the last four weeks so that you can land your first client ASAP. Head over to Instagram, find me, I'm at Lauren Wrighton and let me know what questions you have from here. I would love to help you take your next step as a podcast manager. Thanks for being here and I'll talk to you next week. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month Without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information, grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll see you there.